take another look at you. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Rough Cut Retrospective, episode 101, a podcast where we talk about movies, TV, pop culture, in the midst of a world that's burning around us. As always, I'm your host, Carter Sims, and today I am joined by someone uh, it was you I idolized. It wasn't dad. It's Jackson McHuron. Hello, Jackson. <gasps> Hello. Sam Hello. Elliott voice. Nice. Whoa. I uh, I I love country music. I'm, nice. I hate gay westerns. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> he, relevant. Does, he does hate those. Relevant. I love it. How you doing, buddy? Good. How are you? I'm doing so well. I'm excited to begin our journey here of our of the rcr top 100 together very thrilled i'm so excited and i I don't think we picked uh well we didn't pick this one to start but i think fate helped us out because of our uh opening bit that we always do so i think the universe is looking out for us today um in case anyone couldn't tell today we're talking a star is born i'm excited um but first jackson Tell me something, boy. Tell me something, boy. Um, Classic. So, yeah, I know. I love it. So new thing. We're going to do like recommendations and what we're into kind of right here in one for mm-hmm. for the mm-hmm. rest of time. So what you got for us, buddy? Of course. Uh, so this week I started my seasonal annual over the garden wall viewing, which I oh. obviously have to recommend to everybody. It is the... Uh, animated miniseries that's like less than two hours long with um elijah wood at the helm and it's very good very sweet the music's amazing i have it on vinyl huge fan you do so good wonderful um yeah it's on hbo max and hulu so really there's like no excuse for not checking it out watch it i'm talking to myself (laughs) yeah you should because I have you should so um on top of that i've just been getting caught up on she hulk and i've almost finished season 11 of survivor which is fun um going through the old stuff and getting caught up pretty cool how's she Hulk Um, treating you it's fine i don't know i want to like it way more than i do yeah but i'm just not in love with it and that's okay that's fun confirmed are we doing a a bonus episode on it and not a main episode do we confirm? Yes. Okay, wonderful. Yes. I think that's the right lane. Got it. I love Tatiana Maslany. Mm-hmm. I think she's adorable. And maybe, the, I don't know. I have a big crush on her. I really hate when she turns into She-Hulk because that model is so <laughs> not good. It's not doing her any favors. And it's weird to me, but that's okay. Wonderful. Um, yeah. And then uh, I saw the Mario trailer. Yeah. That was. I wanted to talk about that for a second. It looked cool. It looks I it like looks, the animation looks really cool. Yeah. Uh, Bowser, Jack Black sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, Mario, not so much. Chris Pratt, not a not a huge fan. How about that? That voice that we've were, heard nothing like it before. Remember that quote? It's gonna <laughs> yeah. Be like anything, nothing we've ever heard before. And it just yeah. kind of was what I expected. <laughs> yeah. Keegan-Michael Key was good as uh, Toad, though. Yeah, that was, that was fun. The whole opening sequence was fun. I'm excited yeah. for that. That'll be a good April movie. That's that seems like the right lane for it. I'm excited I agree. For it. it it looks. I'm I'm on board. I think. Got to hear Charlie Day screaming, which is great. Always a treat. Everything about Charlie it Day has been amazing. Wonderful. Is that it? Uh oh, and I uh 
downloaded Overwatch 2 on my Switch because that came out like the other day with like the free release and True. It's so much fun. I played this game all the time uh in college, like the first one. Mm-hmm. And so I'm kind of excited to get, get into it again. Nice. But uh the servers have been terrible. Like Carter, we tried to play the other day and we, <laughs> we did. ended up not doing that because the <laughs> The the rooms take like an hour to get into. Yeah, but uh, you know, once they once they come around, I think it'll be better. Yeah, we'll try again next week. We'll let the people know if we got in <clears throat> next week. Excuse me. Whoa, got a frog in my throat. I'm emotional. Um, wonderful. Is that it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about you? Sweet, sweet, sweet. Um, I've been playing catch up big time this past week. Having come back from Europe, as I mentioned uh-huh. on the last episode, I was really behind. So I really hit the ground running. I went to see see how they run in theaters. Ooh, okay. Um, that was really fun. Very different kind of fun who done it framework that they do with it. Sersha and Sam Rockwell is just a really good fun duo. Yeah, um, I so love them. That's really fun. You're gonna enjoy that. You're gonna enjoy everything Sam Rockwell's doing there. So, um, that was great. Bros checked out. Bros <gasps> was it good? That was really good. I was very pleased with it. It was very fun. I saw it with Jake. Uh, and Blake and we uh, really enjoyed ourselves and Jake nice. gave it his stamp of approval so it was just delightful Lovely. So, bros I've been great. hearing some weird mixed reviews but I can't tell if like the mixed reviews are from like bigots or not if uh, yeah. they're like, valid mixed reviews I thought it was fun uh, there good. were some great one liners Billy Eichner is is really fun so it was cool. good stuff Um, I finally finished Blonde uh, as oh I, I, I took me a week to watch Jackson. Oh, that's not a good sign. <laughs> I like had to watch it in spurts because it was just too much for me. Um, it is what everyone has said it is. It's very one note and torture porn the whole time. Ooh. And it's uh just not very fun. And Ana de Armas is great as Marilyn Monroe, but I just wish she was able to do more than just like cry and scream because that's basically the whole time. She's that's just not fun. And it wasn't fun. No. <laughs> The director was like, yeah, I want an audience to feel absolutely decimated when they're done. I was like, okay. Why? Um, why? <laughs> so that was not uh, very fun for me. Um, but then finally, the shock of the week, Jackson, Barbarian. Yeah. Really wild and not what I thought it was going to be at all. And just really, really fun and different. And I would highly recommend it. It was a real like the, I think the trailers did a good job of like not showing Giving too much. Yeah. Like I did not know what I was in for when I got in really subverts the genre. It was really fun. So, so yeah, that's what I was into this week, but sweet. Let's move on now, Jackson to uh <clears throat> kind of a new segment. We've done it before. Uh, I'm ready for my close up. All right, Mr. DeMille, I'm ready for my close up. And uh, it's time to dive in Jackson today. As I mentioned, we are talking 2018's A Star is Born. Can I ask you a personal question? Okay. Tell me something, girl. Do you write songs or anything? I don't sing my own songs. Why? I just don't feel comfortable. Why wouldn't you feel comfortable? Almost every single person has told me they like the way I sounded, but that they didn't like the way I look. I think you're beautiful. Oh, 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 oh,
directed by Bradley Cooper in his directorial debut. More on that later. Brilliantly directed movie. Um, written by Bradley Cooper, of course. Um, Eric Roth, Oscar winner for Forrest Gump Jackson. Heard of cool. him? Cool. Uh huh. Uh, also wrote Dune, Mank, Munich, Curious Case of Benjamin Button. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. He's been and working. He's been working, buddy. Um, and Will Fetters, uh, who wrote uh, probably less prestigious movies. The new Adam Sandler movie, Hustle, which was good. Okay. Um, The Lucky One. Remember that Zach Efron, Nicholas Sparks movie? No, I don't. That one. <laughs> Is he lucky? <laughs> uh, can't remember. Um, uh-huh. I feel like he was. Yes. And then uh, that Robert Pattinson 9-11 movie also wrote that. Wait, what? There's Okay. Uh, it's called I didn't Re- know about it's that. It's called Remember Me. And the ending, no. I won't spoil it for anyone that wants to go check out Remember Me. But uh, it's a really weird uh, 9-11 movie. Did you um, ever see that 9-11 movie with Whoopi Goldberg and... Uh, Charlie Sheen? Yeah. No, I haven't. And I don't play. It's really to. bad. It's maybe one of the worst movies I've seen. Maybe. Maybe it's, we'll do a, a bonus episode. It's pretty that. terrible. <laughs> um, no, I have not. I'll look. I'll, I'll put that to the watch list. Um. For those that don't know, uh, A Star is Born, uh, a musician helps a young singer find fame as age and alcoholism send his own career into a downward spiral. Starring Bradley Cooper, Lady Gaga, Sam Elliott, Dave Chappelle, Anthony Ramos, and Andrew Dice, Clay Jackson. Um, what do you think of this movie just off the bat? We'll get into more, but did you do you enjoy this movie? Yeah, I really enjoyed this. This is the first time I had seen it since I saw it in theaters like four years ago, which by the way, did we mention that this is like perfectly timed with the anniversary of this episode? Oh, no, we didn't. (laughs) Um, Very strangely, Jackson and I have this this way about us that we do things on this podcast that just somehow are perfectly timed. It's the four year anniversary of the release of this movie this week. Um. Pretty wild. Don't know how that happened. We did not plan that. I wish we had, but we didn't. And so it worked out perfectly. So yeah, we probably saw this four years ago, like this week, probably, if I had to guess. Yeah, that's wild. Pretty wild. I remember, I I think I've told this story before, but I went, it's because this is like when I was in Dance Marathon, like a month out probably from Dance Marathon, super stressed time. So I was just like, you know what? I'm going to go to the movies tonight by myself. I'm going to treat myself to A Star is Born. So I went by myself to see this movie for the first time in theaters. That's and amazing. I was a wreck. So it was great. I, yeah, I saw this with my mom, which was. Oh, great. It was fun. But like looking back at it now, like after rewatching it, I was like, man, this movie is way more sexual. And then yeah. I remember. Goggles like, make it a lot. Yeah. She is. Um, it's really good though. Like their chemistry is like amazing in this movie. Oh yeah. Um, is. Which is like I think I was I was surprised by how good the chemistry was. I was surprised like the actors that I recognized like four years later. It's like, oh, these people have like kind of blown up actually. Yeah. And uh yeah, I don't know. The music is way better than I remember too. Really good, really good stuff there. Yeah, I'll talk about that more and like what works for the movie. But but yeah, I'm echoing your sentiments 100%. Let me uh let me give a little background on the movie, like how it came to be, and then we could talk about like what really works for us in this movie. Um, so this movie came to be. Obviously, I don't know if people actually know this now, but there were three previous iterations of A Star Is Born. Uh, this is the fourth iteration. Previous remakes. The 1937 film was the original, 
And then there was a 1954 version starring Judy Garland and James Mason. And then 1976 version starring Barbara Streisand and Chris Christopherson. I've only seen that one and it's not very good. Um, and then there was like a Bollywood version, apparently, in 2013 oh, cool. that I did not know about. Uh, they said it was just inspired by A Star is Born, not a remake. Okay. And then I don't know if you knew this, Jackson, but development of a new adaptation dated back as far as the late 90s. So this thing's been in circulation for a long time. Um, then those plans were kind of shelved. And then in 2011, do you know who was tabbed to direct this movie? Oh, who? Clint Eastwood was going to direct this. Okay. And do you know who he wanted to star in the Lady Gaga role? Is it like a singer? It is a or... singer. Hmm. And what year? What year was it? This is 2011. Adele? Maybe? Beyonce. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's good. yeah. I think that's good. And and Bradley Cooper was tagged early on to be the male lead. Oh, um, wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but then the project was delayed because Beyonce had to go and get pregnant. The nerve of her. Um, so then the, the movie was kind of shelved for a while. Can, and, can she act very well? Like, is that like a she's um, in movies, right? Yeah, I don't think she's a great actress. Uh, okay. I'll, I'll just throw that out there. Um, you know, she's in Austin Powers. She's in uh, Dreamgirls. Uh, she's in The Lion King. But uh, true. But yeah, I, uh, I don't go to the movies to see Beyonce act. Sorry, Beyonce, you're a great singer. But um, but then like so like four years pass, and then in 2015, it's announced that Cooper is now in talks to make his directorial debut with the film after Eastwood kind of dropped out of the project. Uh Beyonce was once again uh tagged to join the cast, um, but uh, that fell through again. Um, and then Cooper revealed that he originally planned on only directing the film and did not want to star in it because he wanted to focus on the directing and do you know who his first choice was? Who? The lead? Jack White uh, of the White Stripes. Okay. Uh, studio rejected that idea. <laughs> yeah, you don't need... Okay, yeah. You might yeah. need an actual actor to anchor the project a little bit, but yes. that's funny. Um, but then Cooper agreed to star in the movie. Um, and then there's actually a major issue in the development process of the movie. Uh, because one of the producers tabbed on, his name is John Peters, uh-huh. uh, held the rights to the material from like the original 76 remake. Um, but he'd like become a pariah in the industry because of his deviant behavior, if you're catching <gasps> my drift. Uh-huh. Um, so the studio made a deal basically just not to credit him for submission for like Oscars and things like that. Like if they had won the Oscar, he would not have received an Oscar. So they, gotcha. they cut that deal. And then what's interesting about this, and then I'll we can move on is that Bradley Cooper would then go on to play John Peters in licorice pizza in 2021. Weird. Yeah. It's very strange. (laughs) So yeah. And like like Bradley Cooper bluntly was like the major reason his goal of having a happy and respectful set was that John Peters would not be on the set. So really strange. (laughs) That's wild. Yeah. So that's kind of how the movie came to be. I'm going to tell you a bunch of people that were considered for roles later when we get to some trivia, but that's kind of how we got here with our fourth iteration of uh, a star is born. So, so Jackson, let's, let's get into it. What works for you in this movie? What works for you in the star is born? Um, yeah, like I, I, since we're on the, the page of uh, Bradley Cooper, like his directing 
just his directorial debut i think is phenomenal incredible yeah like it has no business looking as good as it does um beautiful it's so beautiful and it's like as for someone's like directorial debut, like i'm sure like there's a lot of people attached to it just because it's like Mm -hmm. It's almost like a, it is like a like a franchise almost like as stupid as that sounds like oh yeah yeah definitely um but like yeah like I was just like really surprised by like how beautiful like it, it's all shot and I was like wow that I thought that was really cool and stood out to me yeah it's pretty I have like written down like the live music filming like yeah all of the all of the concert stuff is just really really impressive and the fact that everyone is also singing live really enhances and elevates the movie i think no one's lip singing it's all live performance yeah um and just yeah all of these concert shots like you can tell like those those are real audience members like they film these at festivals and concerts and things like that like i think that really pans out well and like yeah beautiful colors and stuff a lot of blue and red themes going on in the movie and yeah i think his directing is phenomenal um anything else from your end oh well yeah while we're talking about music really quick like is bradley cooper like actually playing and singing like that's he all is. him that's all him he learned that's... to play guitar he took a year of vocal lessons he he did the whole shebang yeah that's really impressive um yeah the music is amazing in this uh with like a few exceptions of like the pop songs but i feel like that's kind of like the point so like you can't even like right? really criticize yeah. it yeah yeah so but yeah, like the music is like absolutely so great. Yeah, I a hundred percent. And the fact, and again, the fact that there's actually singing it is is really impactful. Yeah, and also like the like the contrasting genres of like country and pop music, I think, is a really interesting way to do this. Is that like the genres of like in the previous ones? No, it's kind of like it seems that the genres have fit the times, which is something that also works about this movie like remaking it like the story feels uh evident and enhances when like it's telling of the time like of the musical shifts like in in a time where like country music like actual country music is becoming poppy is very intentional of the times like in the 76 version it's rock and roll and it's kind of turning like barbara streisand's kind of singing like pop ballads so it's kind of showing that that shift as well so i think that's also a really strong suit of this movie, like sticking it in a real world where like pop music is just part of the, you're just a cog in the machine, which is yeah. kind of what Allie becomes throughout the movie. And also like to have real figures in the world to make it feel even more real. Like you have Halsey and like Alec Baldwin and, and <laughs> yeah, like the SNL you know, stuff. Yeah. Like all of that is really good. Like to show that she's like that Allie has like made it, made it like that she performs on SNL. So yeah, like, that's not something that's ever happened in previous iterations, obviously. So, yeah, I think that's really impactful, too. So. So, yeah, the country thing, I think, was just an iteration of this version, which is like rock country type of deal and kind of fading out. So, yeah, that's definitely intentional. Ooh, also, while we're on, uh, just like I really liked how they like since we're talking about like modernizing and stuff, I, I mm-hmm. haven't again, I haven't seen the originals, but I assume like the drag bar like culture stuff is like original to this yeah that's definitely not in the 76 version i can tell you yeah i wouldn't think so but i i really enjoyed it and i thought it was like a really cool set piece Mm -hmm. um i have written down like they do a really good job of laying the groundwork visually for like motifs that come up later in the movie um 
it happens a lot with just like songs that they're writing. Like there's a song that they're writing in the diner that Allie performs later in the studio. And then that love song at the end when she like goes to see him in rehab and she's like, are you, are you holding out love songs for me? And then that's the song at the end of the movie. Yeah. And then my sneaky favorite one is, well, I shouldn't say favorite, but one that's really impactful when Jackson gets in the car. I don't know if you noticed this when he gets in the car after his first gig at the beginning of the movie, uh-huh. driving by and there's like a billboard with nooses on them behind yes yeah. yeah i don't think i noticed that the first time i watched this movie um but yeah that's there and then he's like telling the story about how he tried to hang himself previously yeah like they really do like the rules of thirds for for this yeah right yeah and he like tells the story about he like tried to hang himself but his dad was so drunk he didn't even notice so yeah lays the groundwork there that like if he's gonna do it again somebody is gonna notice very sad but like very powerful storytelling yeah i think that they they balance that really well like the writing in this is so good as far as like making sure like the story points hit like in our our parallel like they always have like these arguments yeah yeah that like come up later in like different contexts that are really interesting and like just the way that dialogue works i found to be very great on a rewatch yeah, I like it's very natural sounding dialogue. Like it doesn't feel like it's written. Like even like the beginning where their their first meetup or like their first meeting is like very awkward. There's these pauses. Yeah. He like can't hear her. He's like asking what. It feels very real. Like when they're in the yeah. bar, he can't hear her, and and it's really weird. Like he's like talking so much about her nose. Like that's just so awkward. And I feel like it is that would actually happen. So. And we yeah. were, me and Abby were discussing too, like a lot of the stuff that Bradley Cooper says works because he's like charming, but like yeah. if any other person like tried it, it would be like the grossest, creepiest thing ever. If I came up to you but... in a bar, I was like, can I touch your nose? Like, <laughs> Also his voice, he's just doing like a Sam Elliott impression, right? Like that's like, yes, actually oh, like... I, this comes up. <laughs> Is that I... what he's doing? I uh, there's a little bit of this later in trivia facts, but cool. when Sam Elliott got cast in the movie, Bradley came up to him and said like he modeled his voice after Sam Elliott's voice. That so, makes so much sense. Yeah, to like play his brother. So yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's good. It's really it's really soothing to listen to. I just like yeah. closing my eyes and listening to him talk. It's really good. Um, the last thing I have written down, and then if you have anything else about what really works, is just the rise and fall storyline like the duality of the two happening at one yeah. time at both times. Like, like you're showing Jack's Jackson Maine like performing at like a pharmacy conference and like Allie's having her first performance with like dancers and things. Yeah. Um, the Grammys is like really tough to watch. Like that's a really tough scene to watch. That scene is so painfully like cringy. Like, it Oh, it, it's so awful. It hurts. And it's like, it's definitely a turn in the movie because he's supposed to sing the Roy Orbison like tribute thing. And then he's bumped to just play the guitar. And then she wins the Grammy, obviously. And then he pisses himself. It's really tough to watch. It's really bad. I watched it twice this week. And the second time I skipped by that scene, I just, I, <laughs> I don't blame you. I couldn't do it. I couldn't. I was watch dreading it, it. I was like, oh, I know this is like the most uncomfortable thing yeah so just like all of that like as she begins to rise he begins to fall i think that's handled very well and not overly dramatic because uh, there are times where, like he stops drinking and then when ali like starts to kind of sell out he starts drinking again and like yeah it's all, so i think that's really well done as well very good duality um do you have anything else off the dome or i can't think of anything unless you do. 
Amazing. Let's um you want to dive into favorite performance? Yeah, totally. Amazing. Um, is um, this Bradley Cooper's best role? That's a great question. I mean, for you, it's gonna be this or silver linings, I would assume. Yeah. Is it silver linings I think for you? This is more compelling for him, I think. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely him, like he has the juice, right? I think in yeah. silver linings, he's like really hitting the scene as like a big time dramatic actor. Yeah, I just say so. It's like his first outing, so he's like feeling the sea legs. I think he's just got all of the juice and everything going for him in this. It's definitely the most compelling. I'm always compelled by people that are actually singing and playing guitar and like doing everything. So I don't know. I I really do think it's his best performance. He's really good at like acting silently in this. Like, yeah, like he does so much with his face eyes that like Mm -hmm. you don't usually see from him and i think it's just like maybe his i really like it. it's maybe my favorite performance from him yeah like there's so many scenes where like god like at the beginning where gaga is like really becoming a star the alley character is and he's just yeah. like watching her and he's like holy shit and like the way he's able to act that with his eyes those piercing blue eyes jackson <laughs> it's uh it's really great and i just like his look like I like his hair, the beard, like the the spray. Yeah, tan. he's very gruff. Yeah, like asking that guy about asking his driver about his kid playing baseball and stuff. Like he's just so charming in his performance. Yeah. It's it's really good, and also the obviously the voice changes stuff. So yeah, I think it's his best role. He's really great. Is do you think it's better than Gaga in this movie? Yes, I think yeah. so. Um, this is an amazing performance. I think this is obviously her best performance too because like what else does she have like the not house of gucci the, yeah house of gucci one is not very good oh she's could be uh she's harley quinn in this upcoming joker sequel so maybe that'll be like a better role true i haven't seen her, her season of american horror story she won I haven't an, emmy, an emmy or a golden globe for it i think oh really I, I heard good things about that too but yeah i but, really loved her on this though i think it's great. great and like in a time where I, I just think recently in a time where like not to name names, but when pop stars are trying to break out into the world of Hollywood, Harry Styles, that sometimes yeah. it doesn't always work. And I think that she is the best to navigate that currently. Like yeah, she totally. is definitely an actor, just very, very talented. And she is great in this movie as well. When she sings, like, I mean, it's probably easy for Bradley Cooper to act with her looking shocked because like, it is just really incredible. Yeah. And, and I guess the thing is too, like maybe for the reason why Bradley Cooper is over Lady Gaga is because like, I feel like he's like doing something more out of his comfort zone. Whereas I feel like she is basically just playing a down to earth, like really kind for sure musician who loves her. And like, that's kind of just like her whole like public identity Uh a little bit. Um, So I don't know, like maybe it's like, she does like, she does exactly what she needs to do and, and it's really great. And she's amazing. And her 100%. singing is amazing in this, for sure. 100%. But yeah, yeah. Like, um, the only other name I had written down, because uh, we we have to talk about Sam Elliott for like at least a minute, because, yeah. gosh, what a great supporting performance. Like, I think every scene that he's in, like, it almost brings me to tears. Like, there's the scene where, like, he punches him out about, like, selling the ranch, selling dad's ranch, yeah. gets in his face and starts crying to him about lugging his ass all across the country gosh and then he's like yeah i didn't I took your voice because you didn't have shit to you say yeah exactly oh like all that is and obviously like 
the one that makes men cry across the nation when he gets out of the car and backs out of the driveway. And he's like, yeah. Oh, and he tells him like, it's not dad. I idolized. It was you. Oh, and Sam Elliott's yeah, face. Like, that was great. Like, that was, yeah, that is a, that is a scene for men to cry at, you know, <laughs> and I think that's great. Absolutely. And he's not in, he's not in the movie all that lot, all a lot, but like when he's there, like his scenes are so impactful. Really, did he get nominated for this? He did. Yeah, he did. He lost. Um, to I'll who? get to that to awards okay. later, but yeah, he did lose. And we're going to talk about the travesty that this movie had at the Oscars later because damn, but yeah, I think those three performances are Gaga Cooper and Elliot are just like so powerful, like really great di- uh, playing off of each other. So had to mention Sam Elliott and that beautiful mustache and voice. So great stuff. Jackson favorite scene. Um, okay. Oh, you go first. You go well, first. no, no, you, you can go. I just have a bunch of honorable mentions and then one that really is my favorite scene. But you, you tell me what you got up your sleeve there. I mean, like. An honorable mention for sure, I think, is like the sl- like the slow realization that he is about to commit suicide is like so heavy. Yeah, um, yeah, it's hard to oh say. God. I guess it's we should so say sad. favorite scene, but like, no, no. <laughs> it's just a very memorable one. Like him feeding the dog the steak is like oh, so gosh. sad to me, and like almost brought me to tears. Like, oh, oh, and like um, everything before that. Yeah, that too. is like a really powerful scene. When she when he says like when it comes back up and he's like I just want to take another look at you, like, yeah, th- that's the thing too. Like and especially with that Sam Elliott scene we mentioned right before, like those are like the last moments he has with these people. And like mm-hmm. on the rewatch, you, you realize that more at least. I, I I never caught up on it or caught on to it like whenever I was watching it the first time, but like it hits so much harder uh, on the rewatch for that for that reason. For sure. Um, but I think my favorite scene in general has to be at the drag bar where yes. Lady Gaga is like doing her performance and like they have their like meet cute like as she's singing French to him he like is moved to tears Oh, I think it's I think it's so good. Like he, he's acting really well. Her singing and performance is like absolutely stun, like stunning. Yeah, it's it's got to be that one. It's beautiful. Like watching him fall in love in real time, and yeah, the fact that yeah. he's crying at the end is like wow. It's it's great. And, and Anthony Ramos is really fun in it too. Yeah, he is. He is. He's a fun little side character. He does he a good is. job. Um, I have a couple honorable mentions as well. Um. I think like the just like the be, the first like 20 minutes of this movie are just like really good like from the drag bar to him singing I think sneakily my favorite song from the movie is maybe it's time to let the old ways die Maybe it's time to let the old ways die Maybe it's time to let the old ways die Takes a lot to change a man, it takes a lot to try. Maybe it's time to let the old ways die. Um, it is a good song. And not Shallow. I mean, I love Shallow a lot, but like when he's just singing that at the drag bar just with the guitar, uh, I, I think that's really, really good. Um, 
And then all that up into like the cop bar where he touches her nose, asks about writing songs and like having talent, but having something to say. And then she punches the guy all the way up to the grocery store. I think it's just all of that. It's like singing in the parking lot where Cooper is like, holy shit, this is a star. Um, all of that I think is really great for me. I think the winner has to be shallow for me. I mean, that's that performance bringing her on stage. I have questions about that. Like cool. how did they, how did he arrange that so quickly? Um, but well, you can suspend the disbelief there. I don't really care that much. My, my, the whole thing I was thinking the whole time is like, man, like my outfit that I used like post work to change into is like the outfit that I'm like debuting my music career on stage. <laughs> like that kind of sucks. True. But true. I would have worn something a little bit nicer if I knew you were going to make me go on stage. Yeah. That's tough. And then I like when all, like all the dad's friends are like, what's that number under the video? Like, Oh, <laughs> that's, the algorithm. that's the algorithm. <laughs> they're, they're all great. Um, yeah. Um, I like, um, well, I already talked about the Sam Elliott saying like when he punches Bobby out, I just think that's a really powerful. It's scene. really good. Um, I like the, I'll always remember us this way song. I like that moment too. Cause it's just more shots of Cooper just watching Gaga cook. And I just really enjoy that underrated scene, Dave Chappelle. Um, it's a weird one in context. Now so? it was oh, literally context, a jump scare. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> He just like is like looking you square in the face. Oh, jump scare for sure by Dave Chappelle. It is pretty sure. I have some questions about that. Why is he okay? Like, how old is he? And like, what's his like role to Bradley Cooper? So, I think at least what I get from the implications is that they were both in music together, buddies in the music world, and Chappelle's character, his name is Noodles, by the way. Yeah, I know. I had to talk about that too. What? Why is his name Noodles? Because he's a drummer. Um, sure, I guess. So he likes to noodle. But um, <laughs> but uh, so I think it's implied that he was also kind of an alcoholic, but he got out because he has that whole speech to Cooper, how he's like, you got to like, find your way out. You float yeah. out to sea and you like find a port. You didn't expect to be here to, to find your way. And she's like, I think this girl is your way out. So I think he yeah. was in Cooper's shoes at some point and got out is kind of what My I next question. Yes. Why is he wearing like a wife beater shirt? Like the, <laughs> and like the muscle tee, I mean, and like, he's just like, ripped. like, wh- like why? And just chain smoking outside. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like man. I thought his I thought his costume was very strange. You think just Chappelle just walked onto set in that and they're just yeah. like, okay, like let's literally roll. it just looks like something he would wear like in his day to day. I don't know. Yeah. I, I like the speech, but it is kind of a jump scare given all the baggage we have with Chappelle now. Um, it's just like so rant like I don't know. It is a like he's a good actor. Yeah. And I really he's good think he's scenes, just yeah. stuck to acting and not yeah. gone back into comedy is maybe my hot take. But uh mm, yeah. Cause I mean, like, yeah, because then you don't see him again. They have the whole marriage no. proposal, and they get married, and then they're gone. It's so weird. Yeah, like yeah. honest. I don't know. We'll get we'll get into it, I guess. But <laughs> yeah, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, the I think the scene where like the first shift is where like Allie's face is on the billboard right before SNL, and then Cooper's like, "If you don't dig deep in your fucking soul, you won't have legs." I like that moment. Yeah. Uh, and I like all the fights they have too. Like talking about her like lyrics in the bathtub 
and then yeah he's like you're fucking ugly you're like oh my god yeah that was a brutal that was a really brutal one yeah and he's like you can't be my dad if you tried you're embarrassing like that all is tough um i'm not going to mention the grammy scene it's it's not a scene i like to watch but it's a good scene but it it really really hurts and Um, it's like her whole moment is just ruined Mm -hmm. like this is supposed to be about her and he found a way to make it about him it just sucks like when andrew dice clay like is pulling him in the shower he's like how could you fucking do this to her that was great oh that was really good and then like his like whenever he's apologizing in therapy is like really really good too like after his yeah when he's like and your dad i'm like oh god it hurts it really hurts yeah um and then you mentioned the sam elliott or we mentioned the sam elliott and the suicide scenes like man just like the balls to like before he pulls the garage door down like that you sit on his face for so long yeah before he pulls the garage door down like really yeah it's heartbreaking stuff and then this scene like that's like the camera's just like pushed back really far and you're just like get to peek inside the garage door and the dog's outside oh my god you kind of see the body hanging oh it hurts yeah you have to squint for it for sure you have to like really look it's tough um and then gaga's final performance is 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 great too but i think it's shallow for me it's just like let's go and like that that song is just like really obviously has like broken a another dimension with people yeah. so when it like cuts back to like what, when she's performing it then it cuts back to them silently like doing it on the piano is oh, like so yeah. such, such a powerful moment like it gave me like chills yeah such a brave decision like to not end on like an impactful big moment and to go back to the intimacy of their of their two which is yeah yeah really good any other scenes i didn't mention no i guess you mentioned intimacy like they mm. are so their chemistry is oh, yeah i mean amazing off the spot like it, it's yeah. just like it's like they've been dating for like a decade the moment they meet yep and it's so it's so intimate yeah like the real life implications and everything like people thought like because like i think after this like he had cooper broke up with his longtime girlfriend so people were yeah. like suspicious people like, thought that they were together they were basically eye fucking at the oscars when they sang shallow yeah it live it was uh yeah that was a wild time in the culture but yeah their their chemistry is through the roof it's just really really good um okay jackson what could have been better here's where we can probably ask those questions about about some certain things what do you got uh i think like for me i i really think the dave Chappelle scene is like super weird and like mm-hmm. is it better me. if it's if it's not dave Chappelle, or do you think the scene is just you i think you could replace it mm-hmm. with like, uh with chris rock <laughs> no <laughs> no it is kind of i don't know i think it's really strange like and like the whole like he proposes to her but it's like almost because like he like he's using it to make up for the that he got in trouble kind of thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah like that whole scene is kind of weird to me and I'm, I'm not like a huge fan of that but what do you I, think yeah i mean i i i have a lot of questions about the proposal like i really feel like like the alley character would want her dad at the wedding so i feel really weird about that because they'd like get married that day yeah um i think yeah I think it's really pretty out of character. Yeah. I think it's really cute with like the guitar string. Like I like that making that into a ring, but I think that could have happened somewhere else. 
if I had to say. And it, maybe even if like Dave Chappelle like came back at some point in the movie, it would make more sense. But it's literally just this one scene. No, I know. And then it's you never so see him weird. again. Like even after his death, like we don't hear from him. We don't see him. Like I feel like something would have happened there. But yeah, I, I'm with you there, I think. What about uh, you? Do you have anything? Um, I, I kind of alluded to it, but like, how did this performance of Shallow go so well when she like sang that song to him like hours prior? And not to mention that she like improved a, like a top 100 chart song, like just yeah, off this dome. Yeah. It, and, it's a kind of a ridiculous concept because she's like, oh, I came up with this like bridge the other day like or like this chorus. And it's just like okay what like why is this all working so well like, yeah and then is, like I mean, when he goes to the side of the stage he's like yeah yeah I, I made an arrangement i don't know if it's too good but but come on out you're like really and then she just knows to go huh like <laughs> that's so true yeah like i guess like they could have worked workshopped it a little bit more like after the scene and we just don't see it i guess yeah, but I mean, but I guess like, it's more I impactful agree. not seeing all of it and like seeing it come together. Because he has like his own bars that he throws in first that like, I don't know if she would have known that those were there <laughs> originally or like, yeah. or what? Yeah, so I have questions about that. Um, would you be upset, Jackson, if in the morning your significant other passed out the night before you had sex and then they're just like, they expect you to have sex right then in the moment? <laughs> it's <kind of> weird. <laughs> it's Yeah it's pretty strange yeah. like i don't know like that whole that whole their chemi- like their chemistry is really good and then like the fact that he's an alcoholic and she doesn't seem to mind all too much is like kind of weird to me too like at least it, originally she seems like she almost enables him a little bit i mean yeah like uh, the cop out i'm gonna give this is gonna be my devil's advocate play there is that it's like alluded to that her dad is an alcoholic so maybe she sees like, oh, well, these sweet men can be maybe she sees herself as maybe like a savior trying to do that for people. Maybe. Yeah, I don't people. know. She seems like that, like no bullshit type of. Woman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm like kind of surprised that she let him slip. Like, obviously, like, but yeah. like, I feel like she puts her foot down like way too late for mm-hmm. what I would imagine a character like what her character would think she deserves as far as like respect and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. Um, but, yeah. Two more things. Um. First thing, Alec Baldwin hosting SNL. Um, this hasn't particularly aged well, I don't think. <laughs> it, uh, it, did, it did not. Just uh, just throwing that piece out there. Just get someone else in there, maybe. But uh, but that's okay. They should have known. They should have known. <laughs> it's not his fault. No, it's not his fault know. at all. But yeah, man, that's tough. Um, my final one is I have a real problem with like the evil music producer archetype um yeah 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 like this guy's name first of all this guy's name is rez gavron um <laughs> but i upon research jackson his real name is rafi gavron the i know actress. they kept his last name for some reason <laughs> why didn't we why didn't we just keep rez or rafi um i don't know like yeah i don't know how i feel like about the guys that come in like with archetype like oh we need to change your hair color we need to do this we need to do that um some of that feels kind of archaic almost and yeah kind of cliche but I mean, like I guess, it is like accurate but like yeah yeah but and it I does guess, feel cliche yeah i guess i don't know how you would do it better but ooh, i i, I can tell you a pitch because he's who i would remove and i would replace do you oh. know who i would replace uh oh save it we'll get to it after this, oh okay okay, we'll, okay. We'll, we'll get back to it but yes okay good foreshadow i love it give people a reason to stay wonderful any other qualms you have or we want to move on 
No, I think those are the main. Like, it's honestly like this movie is like pretty crowd pleasing. So like, oh, it's yeah. honestly kind of hard to find a lot oh, yeah. of. We're nitpicks with it. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, I'm gonna move on to the box office, Jackson. Sweet. Um, just give you a quick stats, and then I want to ask you if you know something. Um, budget of 36 million made 436 million worldwide, so it is a success. Nice. Uh, 21 at the worldwide box office above rampage remember that rock movie about the gorilla i do i played the game on the wii at a boy and uh below bumblebee which i had forgotten was a movie but i actually enjoyed so, i have not seen that but i want to it's all right it's pretty good um do you know the highest grossing film of 2018 jackson oh uh god i can't even think of movies that came out in 2018 to be honest with you i'll give you a hint it's a marvel movie uh did infinity war that's that it. Yep. Oh, Black Panther. Okay. Okay. No, cool. cool. I cool, think cool, Black cool. Panther was maybe the year. Oh no, it would have been that year. Too, it was the same year, right? Yeah. I think. Yeah. Big year so at the box like office. Second. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so yeah, great stuff. Um. Okay. Awards season, Jackson. Um. This movie. You know how many Oscars this movie was nominated for? Eight Oscars. I was close. You know how many it won? Zero. One, one Oscar. One yeah, original one. song, probably, right? Yep. Uh Gaga uh and Mark Ronson won for best original song, beat out Kendrick Lamar for Black Panther. Uh yeah. I'm, Diana. I'm, yeah. Yeah. They they picked the right winner, I think. <laughs> I think so. And the other nominees were like a Mary Poppins song, that song from Ballad of Buster Scruggs. That, then, oh, a Cowboy Trades the Spurs for Wings. Yep. I really like that song, and I've never seen the movie. I listen to that song all the time now. It's a goodie. It's a goodie. It is really good. And then uh, a song from the RBG documentary that I have not heard. But um, I'm just going to run through these. I'll tell you the, who won and see if it was justified. Um, best actor. Uh, Cooper was nominated. But of course, our boy we talked about it before. Rami Malek won for Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> That's kind of insane considering that like Bradley Cooper is actually singing and like playing I know. the guitar. Like. Like just as far as like playing a musician in a movie, I think Cooper definitely should at least take it over him. Like I don't know, that's kind of crazy. Absolutely ridiculous. Um, Willem Dafoe also nominated for playing Van Gogh, Christian Bale for Vice, and Viggo Mortensen for Green Book. I still think Cooper wins out of those. I agree. Maybe and, ooh, they people love Christian Bale though. That's true. But, I could see that, but, but I think also, I think Cooper is already. giving. Yeah. yeah. So hey, I man, I really thought crazy. this was just like the it's time Cooper. Maybe next year he's coming out with a movie about Leonard Bernstein. So we'll see if uh he'll get something there. Supporting actor Jackson. Um Sam Elliott nominated. You know who he lost to? Mahershala Ali, right? That's For right. Green Book. Green Book, yeah. This was a rough year in the supporting actor. Uh, really tough. Mahershala Ali, Adam Driver, Black Klansman. Yeah. Uh, Richard E. Grant, Can You Ever Forgive Me? And Sam Rockwell, your guy in Vice. I think, ooh, I think I would give it to... Driver? Driver. Yeah. yeah. I think so. That was a good performance. Yeah. I mean, Sam Elliott is great, but oh, that Driver performance is really good. So if I had to redo that, maybe I would do that. Um. Best actress. This was the crazy year where everyone was like, is it going to be Gaga? Is it going to be Glenn Close? And then it was Olivia Coleman in The Favorite. Yeah. yeah. Man, that was a good performance, though, too. Great performance. But I think, I still think I would have given it to Gaga. Yeah, I would have, too. Also, Melissa McCarthy for Can You Ever Forgive Me and Yalitza Aparicio in Roma. But I oh, still yeah. think 
Uh, I mean, it was a tough year. That's a tough category. Yeah. I mean, Olivia Coleman's speech was incredible. I really, so funny. I really think they were like, you know, we're giving Gaga the Oscar for best song. And we're going to give the actress. No, that's else. fair. I that's that's fair. what happened. So um, spread the wealth a little bit. Yeah. Cinematography lost to Roma. Um, I don't know if I, I mean, that's a pretty beautifully shot movie. I guess I can take that. People um, love black and white. Don't they? Gosh. Yeah. I mean, and then Cold War, like this Polish movie was also nominated. It's also shot in black and white. So, yeah. So what can you do there? Sound mixing, Bohemian Rhapsody won over them. I think that's, that's justified, stupid. maybe. I don't know. Just I just don't the, like giving any wins to Bohemian Rhapsody. I Take know. them all away. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Take them away. I, I, they did the, do some impressive stuff with the sound mixing. For that it movie. is hard to award that movie, though. So, yeah. um, Screenplay, they lost to Black Klansman, Spike Lee. I think that's okay. Yeah. I think that's fine. Um, Buster Scruggs, Can You Ever Forgive Me, and If Bill Street Could Talk were the other nominees. All great movies. Um, finally, bad. Best Picture went to Green Book, and that has not well. That's bad. Ooh. Given like Black Panther, Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, The Favorite, Roma, Vice, and The Star is Born. That's tough. Like Green Book. Is I like, honestly feel like Green Book's the last the one. Worst. I- yeah. Right. To those. God, that's <laughs> so kind of weird. That is so tough. Um, and then I just had to mention this: Cooper not nominated for Best Director. That is a travesty. Who was nominated in the category? Um, Alfonso Cuarón for Roma. Valid. Sp- Spike Lee for Black Klansman. Valid. Pavel Pavlovsky for the Cold War. Didn't see it. Yeah, um, Yorgos Lanthimos for the favorite, and uh, Adam McKay for Vice. I think you get rid of McKay or Pavlikowski and put Cooper in there. I agree. Like that is just unbelievable that that was a, that was snubbed. I can't. I still can't believe that. I would give it. To, I mean, Quaron. I think probably was still going to win for Roma. Like, yeah, he won before. I don't know. This just felt like Cooper was like, "It's not your time, kid." They were saying that to him. It felt like so. I think he's going to get some awards next year. I'm gonna. Go ahead and book the stamp there. Um, that's all I got for awards. Pretty wild that this was shut out at the Oscars in such a way. Um, next question, Jackson. Sequel. Should there be one? <laughs> uh, should there not have been one? Um, uh, that's tough because like it's there's not like a I, I wouldn't imagine they do a sequel in the traditional sense, but like how they normally do them in like a re- Yeah, a so remake. like yeah, like a remake. That makes sense. How but many... I don't think like a direct sequel. Yeah. How many years do you think until we get another one? I'm sure we're going to get another one. But the last one took 40 years. So <sighs> the way we're, we're recycling movies, I bet it'd be faster than 40 years. Unfortunately. Next year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For all we know, it could be in the next five years. Starring Olivia Rodrigo and Harry Styles. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if Harry Styles would be like one that they would want to like secure down the road. Hundred percent, I bet so. Um, yeah, maybe when he's aged a little bit, gets into that yeah. world. Um, wonderful. Um, okay, Jackson, remove a character from the movie, add a character to the movie, or replace a character in the movie. Which one okay. are you opting for here? Uh, I've. A couple. I, I'm going to remove a couple and show you like potential replacements, right? Wonderful. Um, I think you can remove Dave Chappelle okay. and fill him with Phil, the driver. Like, just have him give him more screen time. Oh, yeah. Like, okay. Emphasis on mm-hmm. like his character just to never really explore him again. 
Yeah. Uh, which Runberg. is why I'm also saying, yeah. yeah, I think who's great. He's in Heroes and like some Star Wars. He's stuff JJ's he's guy, right? With, yeah. Yeah. He's like friends with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool guy. But maybe you could also like just get rid of his character too. Like, I feel like, sure. I don't know. You don't really need him uh, in that. But also, I would get rid of as Gavron and mm-hmm. replace him with Laura Dern. Like, Ooh. whenever she was in like her like uh, marriage story movie like a a character like that who's like fiery yeah yeah she's like more fiery Uh, but like it's not like it doesn't feel like the industry is so bad and i feel like you almost don't need a guy to like tell her how she has to dress and stuff like i i don't think i almost feel like it takes away from the point of like wow Mm. this industry is ruthless to like wow this guy's like a real misogynist and he sucks yeah she is but like I feel like it would be almost more impactful coming from someone like Laura Dern, like directing her to do like everything this specific way. Yeah, to see like a woman in power too would be interesting yeah. dynamic in the in this story. Okay, there's I like, like that. How many yeah. women in this movie too? So yeah, we'll talk about that we'll in another that. in a in a test here in a second. But uh, yeah, um, okay. Um, for me, I'm taking out Alec Baldwin. Um, <laughs> I'm just I don't know, just throw in Tom Hanks or something, just so. There's not that shroud of like, oh, Alec Baldwin in the movie. Um, I'm also taking out Rez, um, but I decided to just go funny with it. I'm adding Paul Giamatti as any music agent he's ever played. (laughs) He does love doing those. (laughs) That's pretty good. Um, So, yeah, maybe Rack of Ages or Straight Outta Compton, any one of those. Um, Would you want to see like someone play Jack's father, like in like a scene or something, like a flashback or anything like that? You know what could have been good and maybe like a little wink wink there. De Niro. Is, though that could be good. Um, I was thinking Chris Christopherson because he played the role in the previous movie. Oh, that would be good. That would be good. I was thinking like just the guy who played Bradley Cooper's dad in Silver Linings. But why yeah, not? That, yeah. that works too. <laughs> That's or Clint. Good. I like that. Get Clint in there for a minute. Clint. Uh, Clint Eastwood. Uh, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Cool, cool, yeah, cool, yeah. cool. All right, Jackson, let's move on to put it to the test. Immortals. We'll put their name to the test. A new segment we got here. Um, uh, let me start with the the tests and then I'll end with trivia. How about that? Okay. Um, first test is the Bechtel test, Jackson, which is, uh, are there two women in the film that talk to each other not about a man? That all have names. Yeah. Do you think it passes the Bechtel test? No, because I don't think I can even name another woman that shows up in this movie. I think. Okay, I'm gonna tell you it barely passes. It does just because there is a brief scene. <gasps> is it where grocery store? No, it's act. It's right after that. It's when oh, okay. It's uh, it's a backstage person named Gail. You're right. <laughs> introduces Wait, herself to they... Allie. Okay, so it like officially does like according to like a bunch of people or. According to the Bechtel test website, it does because she does introduce okay. herself. They talk about just like, we're going this way. We're going that way. But Wait, does it, she reference him? She does reference him. But so see, I would think that wouldn't count. But like, if they're going to say it counts and like, well, there must be accounting for something. I, I don't know, know but... how official this website is. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Let's say it doesn't because it really like the, the women. In the movie, it's barely like it's minuscule enough where it's not impactful. So let's say it doesn't pass the boo. Test. Yeah. Boo. Boo. Zero stars. Zero um, stars. The Rick Dalton meme test, Jackson. Uh, do they say the title of the movie? 
in the movie? I don't think so. They do not. It, it okay. clears the Rick Dalton meme test. Um, so we're good there. Um, well, by the way, I just have to mention like the title card when a Star is Born pops up. That's a really good opening title card when she's singing, walking down the, the alleyway. Yeah. And it just like slowly fades in a Star is Born. I think that's really good. Um, are they canceled? Test Jackson. Um, is anyone from the movie canceled? Uh, I think Dave Chappelle is probably the most canceled. I mean, yeah. he's not really, but like just controversial. I I would say. Yeah, maybe that's the right word. Because I also I had written down Dave Chappelle and and Alec Baldwin. Not <laughs> it's not his fault. It's not though. his fault. Like, it's not it his sucks, fault. But like maybe uh maybe Sam Elliott there for a minute when he talked about the oh, gay yeah. cowboys. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So like partially okay. Also, maybe also Alec Baldwin now, because oh yeah, do you remember that video or like that like recording of a phone call he had with his daughter where he like called her a pig and like all yeah. this like crazy shit? Yeah, so like that's like kind of bad. Like, well, let's just air all the dirty laundry. Why not? People. Yeah, remember when Alec uh, Baldwin got kicked off a plane for playing Candy Crush and wouldn't turn his phone off? <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> uh, can't think of anything else. Oh uh, um, yeah, so we got the Sam Elliott was mad that there was a gay cowboy movie. He was yeah. really pissed about that, even though it's not a it's not a cowboy movie. Like it's just oh like, yeah, he was talking about Power of the Dog, right? That's yeah, what it was. Power of the Dog. Yeah. Um, I don't think anyone else. Greg Grunberg's good. Anthony. Oh, Anthony Ramos Jackson cheated on his fiance. That happened. Yes, I talked about that last night with Abby. She, yes. she informed me of that, which yeah, is a shame. He's, uh, he's they're both Hamilton people. Obviously, he's in, gotcha. in Hamilton. They met in that production and then he cheated on her so bad wow man there are a lot of people actually man no one is safe jackson no No one's safe safe. tremendous not even you not even you listener (laughs) uh i think everyone else might be okay andrew dice clay i don't know enough about he might be seems like a guy who could have gotten into some trouble i don't know i agree but like i can't prove anything no yeah i'm not gonna cast those you you live another day (laughs) Well, if you come up again in another movie we talk about, we'll we'll dig deep <laughs> for you. Um, okay, Jackson, I have ten trivia facts for you. Okay. Um, first one, first three are like people that were supposed to be in this role uh, originally. So I'm just gonna kind of rattle some of those off. Uh, the first one in the '90s, who do you think was intended to lead to be the lead role with Beyonce? It w- and you said it wasn't Bradley Cooper before Cooper in the nineties. This is what who okay. was attached at the time. Were they were they just an actor or like had they previous... are they are an actor, but also probably at the time more of a musician considered. So it's not Jeremy Renner because he didn't get into that till <laughs> later. Oh, that's the remake. He'll be right the there. he'll be the exactly there he'll be the go. remake. Oh, gross. Um, I don't know. I can't even think of like a nine. 90- George Clooney type, maybe, but like we, not George Clooney. We it was gonna be Will Smith Jackson. <gasps> oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. However, what would, what would his music be? Would he uh, like? I don't know. I think it was it was meant to be like an R and B type of. Oh, that's cool. That makes yeah. sense. In the nineties, cool. that would have been pretty pretty prevalent. That would have been really big. I bet. Ooh. Yeah, that would be. Awesome. I wouldn't have. I I wouldn't mind getting that. Mm-mm. Maybe that's oh, the future. Cool. All black a star is born would be great. That would be really cool. Yeah. And like the 90s is like the perfect time for R&B too. Like that's like really like a good like cultural moment for music, I feel like. Yeah, definitely. That would have been really interesting. I really wouldn't have hated that. Sliding doors moment. He opted to play Muhammad Ali 
in the Ali movie over that. That makes sense. That so, makes sense. Um, it's kind of boring, but yeah, you gotta do it. Yeah, what can you do? Um, in 2000, Jamie Foxx and Oliver Stone were rumored to be seriously Ooh. interested in remaking the movie. Um, I but like Jamie Foxx, too. Yeah, Foxx was considered for the role, but then also for a hot minute, Paul Walker was considered. That's weird. That is weird. That's very weird, actually. Um, and then Mariah Carey was sought for, and Alicia Keys both turned down the role. Ooh, Alicia Keys would have been fun. Yes. But Jamie Foxx, Alicia Keys would have been a really good combo, too. That could be good. I, I like that. I could see like Jamie Foxx doing this in a couple of years. That I could, could be too. If we're doing the I would really like to see Jamie Foxx. That or Will Smith. Yeah. Like either one of those would be really good. Um okay, then when the movie was with Eastwood, um, I have a bunch of actors that were were tagged. You and you might not believe some of these names. Okay. Uh Will Smith was again tabbed <laughs> to do it. Um Christian Bale. Okay. Leonardo DiCaprio. Okay. <laughs> Tom Cruise. And that, that makes a little bit more sense for some reason than yeah. the others. And Johnny Depp. Talk about cancel corner. Ew. Yeah. Ew. Um, and then uh for the female lead, Jennifer Lopez. Okay. Rihanna. Ooh, okay. Shakira. I think she's in jail right now. She's she? canceled. I think oh, she no. like is in jail for like tax fraud or something. Oh no. Bummer for her. Um <laughs> Janelle Monet. Ooh, okay. I like that. Selena Gomez. That one's weird to me because she's so young. Like I feel like Yeah. I don't know. I feel like she plays younger than like what Lady Gaga seems. Yeah, I think we're getting too young. Then the last two are Demi Lovato and Kesha. Uh the, those I don't like. I don't like those last couple ones. But... Yeah, don't like those. But some of those are good. Um, and then, okay, and then moving on to uh, Andrew Dice Clay character, Allie's dad. Yep. Uh, three names, Jackson, tied here. Um, your boy, Robert De Niro. Was that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, John Turturro, our guy. I think we both love John Turturro. Oh, I love John Turturro. I think Huge fan. Good. And then the last one, which I think would have been too weird, John Travolta. I hate that. Sorry, I had to think about that for a second. I was like, I really uh, don't like that. Yeah, I don't think that would have been good. I think De Niro or Totoro would have been good though. That would. I worked. agree. Um. Okay, moving on. I'm on to number four now. Uh, some of the scenes were filmed at Coachella in 2017. Uh, on stage, uh, where Lady Gaga was the first female headliner in 10 years, and festival goers were paid ten dollars to see the scenes being filmed and were not allowed to record. They confiscated their recording devices. That's wild. Isn't that like a logistical nightmare to pull all that off? I can't believe it. Um. Next, Bradley Cooper had to undergo a full body spray tan every day and endure menthol around his eyes to look bloodshot and high. That makes sense. <laughs> That's like that sucks though. That does suck. Good for him. The really spray tan is interesting because like is it supposed to be like his character gets spray tans or he's so rough and tumble these days that like he has like leathery old skin? Great question. I would think the latter, if I had to guess. <laughs> I don't see sense. Jackson Maine going out of his way to get spray tans. True. I don't think so. Um, Bradley Cooper said that Lady Gaga was the one who convinced him they should sing live. I think that was a terrific, great choice, terrific move, and that's what caused Cooper to get more extensive vocal training. So, cool, great job there. 
Um, for his role as Jackson Maine, Bradley Cooper was taught to play guitar by the son of Willie Nelson, Lucas Nelson. Interesting. Mm-hmm. The pair hung out in Cooper's basement every night for a year so Cooper could learn how to play guitar. Pretty cool. <laughs> and, that is like such a weird, it's like, oh, this guy has to hang out with me. <laughs> I know. It's really funny. Um, and then as I, as we mentioned earlier, a dialect coach worked for several months with Cooper to help him flesh out his singing range and also studied Sam Elliott's voice. So really fun stuff there. Phenomenal. As of February 11th, 2019, Jackson shallow surpassed Michael Jackson's thriller and became the second most awarded winning song in music history. That's weird to me. Isn't it? 24 like, awards. Yeah. It's a good song. Mm-hmm. Is it better than, thriller though like no i think what worked against michael <laughs> with thriller is that it wasn't in movies yeah so or in the movie at the time it wasn't like written for a, a movie um it's behind beyonce's formation which has 27 awards cool so, okay um i've got some some info on noodles jackson <laughs> all uh, right <laughs> uh played by dave chappelle noodles family is played by actual families uh dave chappelle's daughter plays the daughter uh cool Noodle's wife is played by Drena De Niro, daughter of Robert De Niro. And Why wasn't De Niro just in this movie? I don't so know. Goofy. He just, I guess, turned it down, I guess. Um, and then their son is played by uh, Drena's son, also a De Niro. So cool. Pretty cool. And then my last one, Bradley Cooper's dog, Charlie, in the movie. Uh, is that his real dog? It is now. Um, <gasps> yes. Oh and also named after That's his late so father, Charles Cooper. So. Wow. Very cute and very adorable there. That was uh put it to the test, Jackson. Um that was some great little factoids. Love you're that. Wel- you're welcome. Um, okay, my favorite part, I think. Quote from the movie you'd put on your tombstone. Serious or funny, Jackson? This one's um, tough. Can you give me some options? Because this one yeah, was I can. really tough. Uh first one, I just want to take another look at you. <laughs> See, like <laughs> these are amazing <laughs> movie quotes. However, in the context of chiseling them on your gravestone, I don't it's know tough. if they make sense. It's tough. Is this like because it's like this is how I should remember me? It's like me in my grave. Like, is this how you want me to be remembered? I, I don't understand what we're doing here. You mean you're not putting? I'm gonna be thinking about your nose for a long time on your tombstone. Maybe not. <laughs> um, there's some good ones. Now. Like, I would maybe put lyrics from like the old "Let the Old Ways Die." I think there's yeah. like some good ones there. Nobody knows what waits for the dead. I think that's a good one. Um, we're far from the shallow now, perhaps could be, could be a, sure. a, a weird one. Um, if you don't dig deep in your fucking soul, you won't have legs. I like that. <laughs> I'll put that one on. That's that my one. official one. I think maybe this one's kind of long, but I like it. Cause it's like a good, a good button on the end of the movie. Jack talked about how music is essentially 12 votes between any of you. 12 notes and the octave repeats. It's the same story told over and over. He loved how you see them. That's really good. Same story told over and over and over is actually the like the coldest thing to put on your <laughs> That would ever. be good. Like, that's actually badass. That wouldn't be bad. I'm um, switching it. That's great. <laughs> and then all, one, the last one it's really quick. It happens when, like, when she's performing at SNL, Sam Elliott shows up and he goes, "The caterpillar, the caterpillar becomes the butterfly." 
<laughs> is this supposed to be a dig at him? I I don't know. Or is it just like a talking about Allie becoming the butterfly? I'm not yeah. sure. But is I it think... just like a haha? Yeah, maybe. And also, he's like, what are you doing here? He's like, I'm working for Willie now. That's supposed to be Willie Nelson, apparently. So, oh, okay. Because of the Lucas Nelson connection sure. and all that. So, yeah, that's what I got. I think I'm doing the 12 notes one on mine. Or you could just put, ha! Huh? It's a little audio recording. Perfect. Um, anything we missed, Jackson? Any little things you want to get off the top chat? of my head? Uh, uh, I think we might have. I don't have, think so. I just like to point out that she's on the phone with a guy named Roger at the beginning of the movie and she dumps him. Roger really missed out uh, on the success that would come. So True. that's tough. Um, and also I just mentioned, I love the vibes of Jackson Maine's house. I really love that house. It's so cozy. So oh, I love cozy it. and so nice. And it's nice when he's like, thanks for making this feel like a oh, home. I yeah. Like that. Um, See, that's a great quote too, but you could not put it on a gravestone. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't make sense. Or you could put no drink, no socks. I like that moment also when he's talking about the, <laughs> the, like the no show socks when the, yeah. he's With like, Oh, the they're the hidden. Agent. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah, I actually have some inserts here. And he's like, oh, they're inserts. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't I don't think I have anything else. Um, it's a terrific film, Jackson. I agree. Now, let's see how terrific it really is, Jackson. Should we move on? Let's move on to The List is Life. The List is an absolute good. The List is Life. Okay. So I took the liberty of looking at our uh, uh ratings each of our ratings and averaging them out to see where it would go on our list yes and i give it a, i i redid it just so you know yes. i gave it a four stars after all yes after what did, what was it before three and a half oh just you didn't appreciate it. it as much nice. i had to up it that's fair it so, could honestly go higher on another watch who knows i did so, enjoy it so with that it either goes, it's tied with our Muppet score, that our, our Muppet score. So it's either going to go, we could either put it last or above the Muppet movie behind Spider-Verse um, is where it would go just based on that. Does that sound okay? Any of those decisions or would you put it above? Would you put it above Muppets personally? Personally? Oh, I per- so different. They are so different, and, but I feel like in terms of like cinema history, which is what we are trying to take into consideration here, I feel like the Muppet movie might mean more. I think um, you're right. So I'm okay with but, putting but it. But like at the time, A Star is Born is like a continuation of like a Hollywood tradition almost too. God, that's true too. Um, what? Oh God, I love them both. Both music like, I films. Think, yeah, like I think like the Muppets is like a more personal and like fun movie but like i feel like general appeal people would probably like a star is born more okay you want to put it at six and muppet movie at seven right now we can yeah well uh, it's so tough no it no the muppets deserves to stay where it all is. right we'll put, put it below it we'll put star is born as the worst film we've covered so far yeah no, yeah I do like it, it was good okay. Okay, so from one to seven, then we got Stars Born in last now, just for now. That will not, cool. that will probably change as we go. But yeah. all these movies are, it's going to be really tough because all these movies are great and we picked them for a reason. So terrific. I like it, Jackson. Um, Love it. 
Let's move on to our final segment, new segment. You feeling lucky? You could ask yourself a question. Do I feel lucky? Well, do you, punk? Uh, it's time to pick which movie we're gonna do next week, Jackson. Oh Very excited. I'm so excited. Uh, I'm gonna pull up the random number generator. We have one to ninety-three now, so we've now covered seven movies, and we are going to do number. 74, which corresponds to Silver Linings Playbook. How what? about that? I that is even, insane. Couldn't even plan that if I if I tried. Um, so that's next. That's next week. Uh, I Sweet. Think, I think that's next week. Yeah. Silver, unless something's coming up. I don't think anything is. I think we're doing no. Silver Linings Playbook next week. Okay, so, cool. We're doing two back-to-back Coopers. That's fun. It. I guess talk talk a lot about Cooper. I love it. Um, terrific, Jackson. With that, we did it. We're done. A star is born. How about it? How about it? It was a great time, and this was the first. I, I think this format was fun. I had a blast doing it. I really liked it. Yeah, it was, it was great. Really Expect more of these down the road, boys and girls, and uh, and uh, we'll see more of them. Um, Jackson, where can the people follow us on Instagram? They can follow us on Instagram at roughcut underscore pod. Carter, us. where else can follow us? Oh, follow us on Twitter at roughcut underscore co, where we also tweet out all the podcasts and stuff. Haven't written many reviews lately because I've been in Europe and Jackson's we've been also, busy. We've been busy. He's been writing for the film yap over there. So check out True. Jackson's stuff at the film yap. Great articles there. You just wrote one about over the garden wall. Yeah. I'm finishing it tonight. Oh, so nice. Be fun. Wonderful. So but look yeah, out for that'll that. That'll be at some point in October. But yeah. Awesome. Wonderful. Uh, with that, we'll, uh, We'll see you next week to talk Silver Linings Playbook. And uh, thank you for listening, guys. We love you. Love you. Goodbye. In case I don't see you. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night.